Okay, we're uh, we can get started any time now. All right, uh, welcome to uh, those mudraker mudrakers. I can't even do our opening right. See, you're like, are you mad? I'm like, yeah, and then I fuck up the opening. Yeah, we try to um, increase our anger and coffee intake right before we get started. It makes it easier to uh, rant and rave for an hour. Uh, welcome to uh, those muckrakers. Uh, I am Peter Van Pelt. And I am Pat. Uh, and Pelt Van? Wait. You know, I haven't established a last name for myself, have I? You can just... I, I, I'll be Pat Tillerson. That's you... the word I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I mean, you can be like Prince. I mean, it wasn't like, what's Prince's last name? I think it's McCullough. I think it's Prince McCullough. I'm, uh, I'll be Prince Pat Tillerson. Uh, so we're, we're those muckrakers. We are the podcast that brings you the news uh, that you can digest, that the news that scares you, or should scare you. I feel real proud, by the way, last week. We were ahead of that Russia story. Now all the Johnny-come-latelys are talking about it. Yeah, like, everything we are talking about just kept leading back to Putin nerve gas someone. Yeah. Nerve those, toxin someone. And, uh... Three days later, that's what everyone was talking about. Yeah, because those bitches were all over Stormy Daniels, and we were just like, yeah, that's great, but nerve gas. Uh, so I wanted to start our podcast today with an inspirational quote, and uh, I found one that was great, because we're all about government and fixing it, right? Yes. So this quote, and it says, you cannot reform your society or institution without opening your mind. That sounds very interesting. Who said that? Bashar, uh, Bashar al-Assad, the uh, psychotic... Bashar al-Assad. No, the, you, know, you know who Bashar al-Assad is, right? Yeah. He's the crazy dictator in Syria who were like, when people were like, we'd like more government, he's like, I'll give you nerve gas. And they're like, well, that's complete... <laughs> they're like, that's completely different. And then the war raged on. Um, I can't... I'm curious... What? Open... Mm, it's, a, it's as ironic as it is puzzling. It is, it is. It would be like right, so it would be like if there was a quote that said, This world just needs a little bit more kindness. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> like what? Ha! Huh. Do we need to redefine kindness? Uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, news yeah. news up top. Uh, the Dodd Frank banking rules are being rolled back, which is great. The Republican House Committee finds no evidence of Russian collusion with the president. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson was fired over Twitter. National Security Advisor H.R. McMasters was fired the regular way. And torture enthusiast Gina Haspel is appointed to the head of the CIA. Oh, that's right. All that and more, Peter, as we look at America's next economic crash on the horizon. Donald Trump Jr., a love story. DeVos is a moron. The Stormy Storm 2018 update. Jobs report for America. Pennsylvania District 18 special election results. Our main story tonight, Tillerson. But first, Pat's morning plea to sanity. Today's plea, understanding how I understand the president. Were you going to go right. into more? Were you going to go into it or were you just like, am my plea? All right. Uh, right, right, right. So if the uh, audience is wondering, we're trying to be more professional by, like, naming all the stuff we're going to be, well, listing it all, giving the subjects of everything we want to do. I feel like we're trying to be more professional but... because growing up with, like, three channels on a TV with no cable, the most professional thing yeah. we ever saw were those fly-by-night correspondence schools. And remember, they would have those big, long lists, and they'd be like, VCR repair, CPA, construction worker, like, all the things you could get your degree in. You are. Yeah, I just feel like it's just like toddlers. We're just like that's goddamn professional. I, you know, my favorite part of the podcast though is whenever I get up from the desk and just like start walking around my uh, apartment and yelling in Bernie Sanders' voice. You know, the millionaires and the billionaires—they don't take the pulse like I do. But before we can get to that, I'm gonna try to be a tad more professional and like do prepared notes and stuff. Yeah, we do have somebody that listened to some part of this podcast in Australia, so I feel like we owe it to the good people of Australia to be professional. Thank you, Aussie. If you're there, give yourself a beer. You earned it. You listened to us twice and listened to us talk about you while you were listening to us. <laughs> uh, all right, so you want to start with, uh, what do you want to start with? Your plea for sanity? What do you want to start with? Uh, yeah, let's do the plea for sanity. All right, hit me with it. This is, this is how I 
know our current president. Now, of course, like I saw him in Home Alone 2 whenever he directed Macaulay Culkin to where like the lobby is or whatever. I knew the name Donald Trump. Trump was around. But where I really got to know about him for the first time was back on The Daily Show whenever Jon Stewart was talking about how this president was talking about Obama, saying that he was a secret Kenyan back in 2008. That far back, this guy was trying to say, Obama is a secret Muslim. I discovered something in Hawaii. I have guys there. They found something you would not believe. And of course, he never got back around to telling us what that thing is because he never sent guys there. They didn't find anything. He's just lying. He's making shit up. So John Stewart rightfully calls him, uh, where is it? Fuckface McClown shoes and soundly dismisses him. It's like, okay, we're just, we're done with this guy. He's not worth our time. And then again, whenever he announced he was running for president in 2015, everyone laughed. And uh, Penn Jillette did what I thought was the uh, perfect thing, which was just call him Donnie Jingles and say, you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk about this guy anymore. Because Penn explained in his podcast that Donald Trump is, quote, really wicked, not smart. And, quote, no matter how bad you think he is at something, he's much, much worse. Because Penn has worked very closely with the guy firsthand, and he knows that this stuff is true. He's not a serious candidate. Donnie Jingles is not worth your time discussing, and we'll never have to think about him again. Let's just move on. Also, that same year, uh, John Oliver had a uh, segment where he explained that Trump really has done nothing of his value his entire life. He inherited a fortune from his dad, and his dad inherited that fortune from his dad, who was who had like real estate back when all the uh, gold rush people went out west to a California way to mine gold, pay yeah. for gold and all that. Yeah, yeah, the right. houses that they lived in was made by um, grand grandfather Trump. Well, and I mean, that's, that's my, that's my that's, problem. That's why like, their family. Go ahead. In every, you know, like I'm reading a bunch of Stephen King right now. And in every Stephen King thing, there's some great evil and everyone just dismisses it or ignores it. Or like, ah, it'll be all right. And, and like, yeah, people just don't pay attention. It, or in, like, the Harry Potter series, everyone's like, oh, my God, Voldemort's back. And everyone's like, no, no, he's not. Like, that's the problem. Yeah, we, we don't have to think about this. It'll no, probably be fine. No matter how moronic somebody is, if they're, like, just, you know, for the most most intensive purposes, like, just doing great damage or pure evil from head to toe, don't dismiss them. Take them seriously. Drive a stake through their hearts. Metaphorically. Not really. I'm not advocating the assassination of the president. I'm speaking like metaphor. he's a vampire. Yeah, I'm spe unless he is a vampire, then I think we have to have a discussion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because technically, you got to be alive. So. You got to be alive to be president, right? Vampires aren't alive. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good question. I think that's our conspiracy theory for this week: is uh, <laughs> Trump's a vampire, and we uh, he's violating election laws. Our conspiracy theory for this week is Trump. Is he actually Obama in disguise? News at 11. Is he Obama and Hillary on each other's shoulders in an overcoat trying to get into a movie? And uh, I'm telling you, Melania, the other day I was, uh, oh shit, the cameras are on. Look, people, there's a wall. I'm going to build it. It's going to be tremendous. Um, but, um, yeah, so he's a lie. Was, Right, he's a he's a clown that's never done anything of value his entire in his entire life. He brands himself, he puts his name on a bunch of stuff, but he has destroyed the fortune of his family that he inherited. If he had done nothing with it except put it in low risk stocks and bonds and that type of stuff, it would have been or index funds, low risk index funds. It would have grown to $14 billion today, but he probably doesn't even have $1 billion, and that's why he hides his tax returns and hides everything else from the public eye so that we can't tell what he's actually worth, and he's admitted on TV that you know his value is whatever he feels like it is. Right, but once, once so, the problem is, like, but once the machine got a hold of him and like started like pushing the sort of idea of who he is, I just watched a really interesting thing on uh, Facebook and social media, this video, and it made me realize they were talking about if all you ever do, because if all you ever do is go on your own social media, because these, you know, the way that target marketing works is all the ads and stuff are like, oh, I see you recently looked up car insurance. Here's a bunch of car stuff. Or, oh, I see that you're a, uh, you're a white supremacist. Uh, <laughs> here's a bunch of Russian propaganda. So yeah. you, the, and it's interesting. You dig yourself in deeper this is why being because we're broadcasting from New York and from Georgia because we're both originally so, from Georgia. 
I have friends from both like Georgia and New York, and I watch. I kind of like. I so I, I see a lot of like uh, posts from both sides, and it's fascinating. Uh, it's a effect called the Daily Me, where uh, whatever you look at, more of that is offered to you on the internet because business-wise, that makes the most sense. Why you're most likely to buy stuff that people like you are interested in. Like why? Why people the... that have looked at this have also looked at these things and bought this thing. Why the hell did we? Why did we name this podcast something so unwieldy as those muckrakers when you got the term the Daily Me just floating around in your head? I. That's I... a great name. Why don't we... Why do Because we, we're stuck with this now. We've already rolled out like the Twitter page. The uh, we're working on the Facebook page. We're up on iTunes and like uh, we Google have Play. Our, we have art now. We, we have, have we have art, art, and then you and then you casually just trot out in the Daily Me. Come on, man. Well, maybe we should have had more episodes and then decided. I oh know. my God, I hate you a little bit right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he's he's Pennywise the clown, but stupider. Uh, the only the only problem is. He's Pennywise, but we're all even dumber, I guess. He just becomes whatever you most want, and then he eats you. And we were talking earlier about the idea that like he would just be in a yeah, sewer. <laughs> Pennywise, the derpy clown, and he's just down there, like down here, you'll wall too, okay, Bigly. <laughs> That's got to be my favorite. This guy's done some stuff for the English language that I don't think we've seen since Shakespeare. <laughs> Yeah, he made Kofefe a word. I, I mean, the uh, the thing about Shakespeare, people say he's so brilliant because you know he wrote everything in iambic pentameter, but that's why he had to invent fourteen thousand English words is because it's really hard to keep coming up with ten syllable sentences over and over again. So he just makes stuff up that fits the uh, the uh, pattern. That's true. But so that's neither here nor there. All right. So let's talk about this. Uh, 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 the thing up top. So the Dodd Frank banking rules are being rolled back, uh, which were put in place because we were like, "Hey, man, uh, the economy crashed pretty hard. We should put some rules on this." Kind of like when we invented cars, and we were like, "Hey, man, these cars are crashing pretty hard. We had to come up with some rules." But unlike cars, whenever cars stopped crashing, we didn't go, "Well, let's get rid of those lines on the road." I think people got it. Yeah, so um, to try and prevent another 2008 economic collapse, we put the Dodd-Frank in place, but now they've rolled it back because of course they did. And they did this while no one was looking because there's been such a catastrophic amount of bullshit in the news lately. We it's have... really hard to like stop and notice these regulations being rolled back. It has been so... So the way I like to think about the show is I listen to the news, I do a lot of reading, I try to do research... And I like to start framing and kind of outlining, like, all right, we're going to do a deep dive on this. You know, this is the big thing in the news. And so I'm kind of Which thinking about it. this week is Tillerson, by the way. Yeah, so this week is Tillerson, but, like, every time I'm like, all right, so this is going to be a big thing. We're really going to be able to do a deep dive and just really kind of deconstruct this and maybe go into historical precedent. Forty other things happen, and so we end up being just like, all right, got to cover all these things because in this week we've seen more history and more things happen than we have in our entire lifetimes. Yeah, it's, uh, in my head, I call it the Falcons versus Patriots rule, because whenever this podcast was first getting started, Peter was like, you know, we got to cover this this week. Like, this is a big thing, and there were riots afterwards, and it's a huge deal. By the time Friday rolled around, neither of us gave a shit about it. It's like, yeah, no, that's uh, that's totally out of our minds. we got to cover this other thing. Yeah, it's like, I remember uh, when, we, when, when 9-11 happened, you know, like how it dominated the news cycle, and it seems like... Every single week is full of tiny little political 9-11s where you're like, oh my god, it's on every channel. And then the next day, like, over and over again, like, he's, like, the news is broken. I see the presidential election from 2016 as being the next 9-11. Like, we had Pearl Harbor, we had 9-11, and then we had the Russian attack on American soil inserting their puppet agent into our government. Well, here's here's a... A nine eleven, another nine eleven, a so, cyber nine eleven. So here's a yeah. So here's a really great thing that people aren't talking about. So while while we're paralyzed because, uh, and this is what irritated me too, is like we keep replacing people in the government with more Russian stooges, and it's like we're watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but other people are like, it's fake news, it's not real, and like we're, our government is being replaced. And then there's also the thing about like Russian hackers apparently have access to are like power grid and like all the other things they can hack into. So they're slowly hacking everything and we're arguing over whether they're actually like, like this whole committee thing. 
uh, I called this yes. a tale of two committees because the uh, Republican the Republican House committee that was um, investigating uh, decided that they uh, there was no collusion, so they just shut down. They just shut it down. They were like, ah, shut it down. We're done. So they said the the, the Russians. That was uh. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That um, that committee was there was a. Democrat side to it and a Republican side to it, but the Republicans had majority, so they were able to just sort of shut it down whenever they're tired of it. Yeah. But it had been a pony, sh a dog and pony show since the beginning. Like they were only doing this to pose, you know, oh, we're we're doing due diligence, and okay, he's done. And what's amazing is that Nunes gifted this to our stupid president, saying, "Look." I'm giving this to you. This can dominate the headlines. You can talk about this forever and say there was no collusion. Here you go. My present to you. Because keep in mind, Nunes is the guy that's ran across the lawn to let Trump know that bad news is coming his way and what he needs to say to be able to get ahead of, get out ahead of it in the past. Right? He's shown that he is extremely biased in the president's favor. All he cares about is keeping Trump in power. And he's also the memo guy. Nunes' memo was like our first or second episode. Yeah, but that was that was memo wars. When Nunes, he, he just like writing a memo and everyone's like yeah. well that's enough for me you know this guy uh well the other problem well, is so the so the republican official report is written by the same guy it's led by nunez it's led by nunez again so this is just him writing it in a slightly marginally more official manner than uh the memo but keep in mind that this committee's results have nothing to do with anything. Like, it's well, not going to stop Mueller. It's not going to affect Mueller Well, the at reason all. I call it a tale of two or three committees is because there's the House committee that just – I'm sorry. There's, like, right. five committees. So there's the House Republican committee who's not working at all with the Democratic committee. They were like, nah, we're good. No collusion. The Democrats were like, ah, we disagree. Then there's the Senate committee, which so far has not found direct collusion but is still going. There is the uh, Mueller investigation, which is still chugging on and, like, arresting people and saying. Russians, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's that Witch little? Hunt. Yeah, what's the little turd's name that's about to go to jail for like three hundred years? Oh Jesus, I don't know. Uh, Manafort. Yeah, so Manafort's facing three hundred years if he gets convicted. Still hasn't played out yet. The 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 Republican committee said Russians did meddle in the elections to sow chaos, but they disagreed. Yes, with the All intelligence. Of our intelligence all of our intelligence agencies have said there was collusion. The Republicans are the only people that have broken away from that, saying there's no collusion, nothing to see. Well, it's like we, uh, like I t tweeted on the Muckraker site, um, the uh, initial count of hens was wrong, says the uh, fox watching the hen house. Yeah, so they, 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 they disagreed with the intelligence community's assessment that they sought to help Trump. But they agreed the Russians have interfered in the election. The Russians interfered in the election. Why is that not dominating the news right now? The Russians interfered with free elections. That's huge. And everyone's just like, well, we don't know if there's collusion. Motherfucker. They interfered with the election. Like, th why is that... What? It's because of Stormy Storm 2018. Yeah, why is that a why is that a why is that a background thing? Like the freaking CIA, who like I don't like the CIA. I wish they were listening to the podcast. That'd be great. I'd love to have just like some uh, like a big CIA following. I don't like I don't I don't like a lot about the CIA. I don't like a lot about the the NSA. Like a lot of these secrety. I understand we need to have them in this world. You have to have them. But I do feel like their lack of oversight has led to some pretty gruesome stuff, especially the torture stuff which we'll get to, but even they're like, uh, hey, look, we know that we've kind of, you know, we've we've messed some stuff up, but look, the Russians interfered, and everyone's like, no collusion, he was, like, I'm just, I'm slapping my head, uh, and I talk about this a lot, I listen to NPR a lot on the, on the radio on the way to work, and um, they constantly interview the craziest, like, most biased Republican people to give them, I guess, fair and balanced airtime. And I'm like, why are you even wasting time with this guy? That's uh, what they consider non-biased is what I consider heavily biased. Because this is part of the reason why Hillary lost is so many people were trying to be fair to Trump. Like uh, with Colbert, for instance, he hated how he had to be so negative against Trump constantly and just had nothing positive to say about the guy because he had nothing there was there was nothing positive to say about him and so he would also not say anything about Hillary at all because he couldn't say anything nice about her 
until he had something nice to say about Trump. So he just didn't talk about Hillary, talked about Trump. Con this is during the election cycle, by the way, before the election happened. He would talk about Trump constantly. And then if Hillary did anything, he would definitely give that an entire segment and like play it up to be like this big, huge thing just because they are trying him and all the other pundits, fake pundit or fake news pundits like Colbert or real ones like even CNN are trying to be somewhat balanced in my head. And so, and that's, that's really what hurt Hillary is that no one could say anything nice about her because then they'd be screeched at that they're being biased. In my head, all I can think about is that apocryphal tale about Nero fiddling while Rome burned and then a bunch of, uh, a bunch of Trump supporters standing behind him, looking at the, the city of burning going, are you triggered? Yeah. <laughs> you triggered, aren't you, you snowflakes? Cause Rome's burning. Like, Dude, the the yeah, the fox is in the hen house, man. Uh, and we're not doing anything about it. And I don't know, if, like, I don't know if Russia planned it this way or if it was just like a happy accident. But man, they they're doing a great job, and like they have they have really like the they've done yeah they they've done great things with completely being able to undermine uh, uh, their, democracy. their yeah democracy like uh, it's, it's America's democracy. Yeah. So we were talking about the CIA torture thing. Um, so torture, torture advocate enthusiast Gina Haspel was appointed to the head of the CIA. Yeah, yeah, because the former head of the CIA had to take uh, Tillerson's old job as, um, what do you call it, the uh, guy, uh, Secretary of State. Jeez, it's uh, Hillary Clinton's old job. So I pulled up a little bit, of, I did a little bit of Wikipedia research, but so she ran, it says it was reported, but she ran a, a CIA black site, uh, or in other words, a torture prison in Thailand in 2002. Uh, she was accused of working at the site, which is codenamed Katsai, and held al-Qaeda suspect terrorist members Abdal Rahim al-Nashiri and Abdu Zabadiah. I'm going to butcher those names, but probably not any worse than the CIA butchered their bodies. The Senate Intelligence Committee report on uh, torture specifies that during the detention, they were waterboarded and interrogated using no longer authorized methods. Um, it said Haspel was apparently directly involved, and she had an extensive role, and uh, she also destroyed all the tapes. She, yeah, they, they, for some reason, they're going to torture people, and then they're going to tape it. Why, why would you tape a torture? That seems counterproductive. To um, performance evaluations? I don't know. Oh, that would be just... Can you imagine someone just like, uh, Patrick, um, can you come in and sit down for a minute? Uh, yeah, so we wanted to talk to you uh, today about your performance evaluation. Um, we got the tapes right here. Uh, so uh, how do you feel like the torturing, the illegal torturing of other human beings is going, Patrick? I think I think it's going pretty well. Like that one guy was screaming real loud the other day. We all had to get... Um... Um, earplugs, because uh, it, it hurt our ears a little. Now, we all agree here that waterboarding isn't real torture, right? We're all, we all agree with that. Uh, absolutely. So, what we want to do is we want you to take these tapes, we want you to destroy them, so that no one ever knows that we did this. You know what? That sounds like a great idea. That's a good, good, good thought, boss. Excellent. We'll give you a raise. Like... I, uh, there's so much wrong with the fact that we have black sites, that we have CIA torture prisons, and like I said, even the CIA is just like, ah... Hey, so we know we tortured a lot of people, but did you know that the Russians are um, <laughs> the Russians are in the hen house? Hey, this this is also touching up on Tillerson a lot. Do you want to dip out of that and cover the other stories before we get back to him? Yeah, yeah, let's dip into Tillerson. Oh, Rex Tillerson. Oh, we have so much else to cover. We'll, we'll get back to that later. Well, go on then. Don't just leave us hanging there. <laughs> You're like, we'll get back to that later. And now a word from our sponsors. I just mean, like, um, I have a uh, That's Cute story for the week. Another That's Cute story. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm going to let you do it, but I... Hold on. Pause for editing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you do your That's Cute news, but I hate your That's Cute news because it feels like an unfinished bad joke, and I'm waiting for the punchline, and that's it. <laughs> so hit us. It is yeah. the That's Cute news. All right. Jobs report. Trump continues to tout, as he apparently wants to call it, the Tax Cut, 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 Jabs Act. We find, well, kind of the reverse effect is going on. 
Southeastern Groceries, big name in Florida, is going bankrupt, closing 94 stores. This includes the entire Winn-Dixie thing, pure irony, as Dixie isn't exactly winning all that much these days. Toys R Us, despite being a chain so friendly that Trump, to Trump that they have the backwards R, you know, because he's a toddler, is also dying out. 31,000 people will lose a job, and there's no severance package. Toys R Us isn't dying out. Toys R Us is dead. They are done. Yeah. They they are shuttering their doors. They are no more, which is sad because I used to like to wander around Toys R Us. I didn't buy anything because I'm always broke, but it was fun to go play with the toys even as an adult. I'm kind of sad that I can't do that anymore. And uh, if you're like, wait, 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 didn't we already hear about this back in September? Nah, that was when they closed only 200 stores. Yeah, this, this is, is it. it. This is everything. They're gone. Jeffrey the Giraffe is out, yeah. man. And uh, Caterpillar, the bulldozer people, they're to close two facilities and lay off 880 people. And iHeartMedia, parent to Clear Channel, is also on the way out. The fate of the biggest radio company in the U.S. is 14 thousand employees is as of yet uncertain well that's upsetting because i think i was trying to get our podcast on iheart radio the other day and yeah. it's a it's a whole process where you have to like uh email them and send your rss link and all this stuff and they never email me back and i'm like that's weird <laughs> i know why they're closing yeah. yeah so and by the way all of the above happened within 48 hours i'm sure it's somehow obama's fault uh, speaking of Obama, Trump now takes the deficit to $566 billion, higher than any year under Obama. I don't care about the deficit because people don't know how the deficit works. And apparently it's so high that no one yeah. cares anyway. So what, whatever. Look, I mean, yeah, I'm like I'm ranting at Trump about that here. But in fact, honestly, it's it's fictional money. Like we're never going to we still owe Napoleon money for Pete's sake. We're never paying all these people back. Yeah, you know, uh, the, you know, the Germans just finished paying off their World War One debt, right? They're actually way ahead of us because uh, Napoleon was kind of before that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I realized Napoleon was before that. I was just adding in, like, <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm yeah. not, you don't, I'm not, a, I'm not Trump. You don't have to show me pictures. <laughs> and be like, see, this was Napoleon. He came before World War One. This he is invented, the Kaiser. He invented the Napoleon complex, <laughs> which, which you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's about me. Yeah, we got him. We got him. We got him. We got him. He's he's back in. Oh, it's about me. I, oh, wonderful. Thank you, people. This is the best. Is uh, what, what is that old saying about crazy people, that if you lock a sane person in the room with a crazy person that thinks they're Napoleon and come back in years, uh, like, there, I can't remember how the, the, the quote goes now, but it's something like, if you lock a sane man in a room with an insane man who's, who's, who believes he's Napoleon uh, with enough time, the sane man uh, will believe him or something like that? Uh, I've never heard of that before, but it's you know sounds similar to Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it sounds just similar. Sort of start relating to someone. It sounds similar to the way our nation's going right now. If you yeah. like, if you like people in a room with uh, an orange Cheeto who keeps saying fake news enough, eventually <laughs> we too will believe uh, that all the news is fake. I uh, I just want to cover this very quickly. Pennsylvania District 18 special election results. This is a continuing series of uh, special elections because whenever Trump got into the White House, he appointed a whole bunch of people to positions, which he's fired more than half of them, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. Actually, it kind of is because we're about to be at Tillerson. But uh, this is all the people that he appoint if they leave a position like a senate seat or something their seat has to be filled so they have special elections yeah and all the ones that were red even deep red are going blue it's the blue wave is real because the 18th district trump won that during the election by 20 percent well my, by 20 points is what they're calling it but that's 20 percent well, of problem, that district my problem with that and is the though, democrat just won my problem with that though is I I get called a liberal snowflake Democrat CNN what like all those things I don't, I don't like... watch by the way I do not watch CNN fuck them for that uh, Malaysian airline <laughs> they covered that for like six seven eight months that was the only thing on their network and they never had a single update on it I love no, how... I'm never watching them again because <laughs> I, of that. I love how, I love how angry because I remember you were you were really getting into news and politics. And, like, CNN was your go-to thing, and you just yeah. became, just over time, so angry that they're just like, the Malaysia Airlines disappearance! New theories! Was it aliens? And you're just like, really? You can't talk about anything else? That's for eight God. months. That's, like... God damn it, Don Lemon. It wasn't black holes. 
<laughs> okay, he said that offhand one time, but still. I solved the Malaysia Airlines look, thing. Look, and... Just just to be clear, I love I love Don Lemon, I love Anderson Cooper, I love um, Wolf Blitzer, but and all the others, I'm sure. But I, God damn it, I I'm never watching that network again. I I mean, I solved it like a week after it happened. Um, if you yeah, take. The... Ocean's big. <laughs> yeah, ocean's big. Plane tiny. Plane crash yeah. into ocean. Never see plane again. End of friggin' story. Yeah. If you take a you take a like a toothpick, right? And you can mm-hmm. you call that all right, this is proportionally the size of the plane. And then you find an area of like woods or ground or just whatever, right? Uh okay. just like leafy, leafy, grassy ground, uh in proportion, which would be the size of the ocean. Um Break your toothpick up in little pieces and scatter it, uh, scatter it over, over, you know, just throw it, throw it in the, in the, on the, the, the leafy ground, right? Um, then you go get friends, uh, and you go, yeah, the, uh, the toothpick is somewhere in this forest. Yep. And then have them have find fun it. Have yeah, yeah, try to find it, because that's where, that's where the Malaysia Airlines is right now. It's little pieces of a plane that are just flotsam and jetsam over the Pacific Ocean. I... Yeah. There are some ridiculously deep trenches out in the ocean too. So yeah, but my, my... if it went down in one of those, then it just becomes even more impossible because then it's that plus it's the size of a grape. But my my whole point. What was my point? I, we were we were just we just went on a CNN bashing. Ocean big. Uh, also, another fun fact is that the GOP outspent the Democrats four to one in this special district election oh, yeah. which they were so much the favorites to win that the democrats usually don't even run a candidate out there well what scares me is okay and so, they still lost so we see a blue wave we have a bunch of it just goes hardcore democrat right what does the democrat party have the ability to do anything because Not i don't yet. i don't i mean even if they did are, are we going to see any change at all like i don't like the democratic party I'm not one of those. It's just like, ah, they're all corrupt. I shouldn't do anything. But like, I want more party choice. And both sides, Peter. Many sides. Yeah, many sides. I want more party choice. I want more people. I want more people to run. I want, I want more than just these two parties because that's part of the problem. Like if we talked before, if we had preferential voting. I uh, I mean, I think it's like how people really wanted to see uh, Gary Johnson get a bunch of votes. Maybe we um should just make sure that the guy that's supported by nazis doesn't win first and then we worry about um you know expanding our variety later yeah but i've like, always uh, but ideally that's, that's, that's ideally tr- i'd like to see the uh the gop die and then the democratic party like splinter into a bunch of different parties plus um other miscellaneous parties start coming in but that's the, i'll call libertarian but miscellaneous. that's the problem is like we gotta we gotta vote democrat this election and then we'll fix it later that fix it later thing never happens that whole like well you know, you can't vote your conscience. Maybe. You got to vote the two party. Like that's not. I don't think that's the way, man. Maybe, but that mentality also helped Trump win this last election. The Russians helped Trump win this last election. Uh, ele- so, ele- election. So, so did the FBI. There was a lot of factors, and yet people still call Hillary Clinton a weak candidate, even though all that occurred and she still won by three million votes. I mean, you. you... But uh, of course, um, Trump was then appointed by the Electoral College system, which is a system that was put in place hundreds of years ago to appease slave owners. Yeah, well, it certainly did, didn't it? Yeah, it really. In and it in is the now. long run, it paid off for those slave owners. Yeah, well, so, their descendants. I mean, like, I just I want more political choice. This is why I'm pre- I'm all about preferential voting. I like the way other countries do it. If your government wins, like a, a, like a small majority, uh, what? However, the. Go ahead. And I also, I also feel like just as part of a history lesson, yeah, um, Lincoln was a Republican that freed the slaves, but whenever Lyndon Johnson in, what was it, the 60s? Yeah, in the 60s signed the Civil Rights Act, the uh, parties effectively switched positions where Democrats became the uh, pro-human's you know, rights, and then the Republicans started utilizing the Southern strategy under Nixon, which turned them into the uh party of the kkk and neo-nazis if i hear if i hear one more racist moron be like well the republicans actually freed the slaves so who's the real racist now i'm going to put on a freaking i'm gonna i'm gonna shave my beard like lincoln and i'm gonna put on a top hat and i'm gonna punch him in the face i'm so tired of like the party that hates black people being like well we we actually freed them just you know you didn't you didn't do shit parties have changed like it's not the same party it was stop yeah, it 
It's been 150 years. I'm gonna uh, feed now. I'm gonna 170. I'm, I'm gonna feed you an elbow. Like, also, Lincoln wasn't even supposed to win. It was like a split election, and then somehow they got Lincoln, and uh, the South was like, "I don't like this. I don't like this that at was, all." Was before that, it was the uh, Democrat and the Whig Party, and him winning that destroyed the Whig Party. Like it was the death of it, which is what we can hope will happen in the future: is that someone like uh, a Gary Johnson of 2024, let's say beats the incumbent democrat and then we get uh let's say libertarian and democrat as our two main parties i don't even like libertarian because i think a lot of libertarians are secret nazis they're not even real libertarians that's possible but i mean i think a lot of that's also because the uh the russians were using uh their their positions to uh, make people think that they were libertarians and stuff, just so they can say stuff like, but Bernie, you know? That's my problem is I don't have a party, and I get annoyed when I get accused of being a Democrat. I don't have a party. I got some pretty radical theories. I think we should dissolve all international borders. I think we should strictly legislate. Uh, 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 we should go after weapons manufacturers. You know what I mean? Like, we, sh- we should have a universal income. We should have universal health care. Uh, education should be free for everybody, all types of education, all the way up to your PhD, because no one should be charged for knowledge. You got that knowledge from someone else. You didn't come up with it yourself. Why should I have to pay? You know, like, There's a lot of things that I think that we should... I, I'm, I'm a utopian, I guess. Like, I think everything... We should look at what we do and go, is this making the world more like a utopia? No? Then don't do it. Yeah. I, li- I like everything you just said there. Sounds great. We don't have a party, though. No one's doing that. I'm not old enough to run yet. you got to be 34, right? 35. 35, yeah. i got a couple of years. I guess I could run for a Senate seat or something. But, yeah. like, I feel like this podcast would be used to not elect me. <laughs> Someone somewhere will find it and just Good. And they like, at least... play the tape of um, you ranting about something, me ranting about CNN. Yeah, they would just cut it in clips, though. But yeah, that's the thing is I don't feel I'm not represented at all uh, for the most part. Like, and it, it drives me insane uh, because people that I get in arguments with online, I'm like, you don't even know what I believe, but I know what you believe because you're an idiot, and I can read the propaganda copy. Yeah, I can just go to their um, their wall, their timeline, and just see nothing but like, do you really want this ugly lady to be president, and it's Hillary Clinton? Yeah, God, that's that's your political really? basis. You're like, don't vote for an ugly lady. Vote for a toad, a Cheeto colored toad. That's your that's your thing. Yeah. That's that's it. You piece of crap. Yep, that's that's their world view. We and should just—I don't know. We should just start the toilet party, and our whole <laughs> and our whole thing is like we're gonna flush all the crap, screw draining the sh- screw draining the swamp. We're flushing the turds, and then that's just our whole our whole thing. Um, I I, I want to make that a party. If this ever gains ground, this podcast. Oh my I god! Like this, I like the sound of the utopian party. So it could be things like, you know, guaranteed time for recreation. Your bosses aren't allowed to keep you after a certain hour no matter what. Yeah. Unless it's like triple, automatic triple overtime, and your boss will face like 20 years in prison if he doesn't pay you that if, um, let's, you, you know, you stay too late to be able to get in your crunches that day. Let's make, let's make robots do all the jobs that we don't want to pay people for, and then let's give those people a universal income. And so if you want to work a job and make more money, Great, but if not, right. you have enough money to pay your room, board, and food, and like maybe yeah. a little bit of leisure. You know, you got enough to survive on. Like that's, I no, think that's yeah. And then do um guaranteed, you know, right to uh, food and shelter. I think the bare minimums to. Well, I mean, even our constitution says the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life's right there in it. In order to stay alive, you need food and shelter. So yeah, I believe constitutionally. This makes sense. Well, FDR was actually going to push a second Bill of Rights before he died, and that's probably the saddest thing that died with FDR was like he was the only guy that had the that had the the uh, you know the juice to get something like that through, and he died, and it died with him, and now we're just like, well, does everybody deserve to see a doctor when they're sick? Yes, yes, asshole, yes, because it cost us. Also, it cost us more in the long run. When people are like, I'm real sick, and I gotta get treatment, like, it's better just for us to be like, oh, you're gonna get real sick, let's treat that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it drives me crazy. Oh, so, uh, let's go into my favorite segment right here, uh, called Things to be Scared of that we're not working on. 
Ooh, that sounds like fun. So we talked about this. This is a thing I always like to bring in uh, news so it's not just like a We Hate Trump podcast. We do, but we want to do other things, too. So uh, I read an article recently on Crack. By the way, if you don't go to Crack.com, you're missing out. They have, they're have a comedy website, but they have some of the best-researched articles I've seen. They cover everything. We've both submitted to Crack before, and it's like writing a college research paper. So there's science and history, and so it's, it's solid. So uh, I read an article, and then I pulled up some more about this thing called the Kessler Syndrome, or the Kessler Effect. Uh, it was a theory proposed by NASA scientist Donald J. Kessler in 1978. Remember 1978, because that's going to be important. Used to describe a self-sustaining cascading collision of space debris in uh, lower orbit. It's the idea that two colliding objects in space generate more debris that then collides with other objects, creating even more shrapnel and litter until the entirety of the uh, low Earth orbit is an impassable array of super swift, uh, basically trash. At that point, any entering satellite would face unprecedented risks of headfirst bombardment. Hey, so what that means for you, no, you don't have to like be afraid of something hitting you on the head because anything that falls back to Earth will easily burn up long before it reaches you. But it does mean that everything that's satellite-related is, like, gone. Yeah. So, uh, what's that thing that Howard Stern's on? The radio? He's not on the radio anymore. Oh, He's you're on, talking um, about satellite yeah, radio. Yeah, satellite radio. XM. Which hopefully we'll yeah, get that's, on. That's, that's gone. Um, we'll never get on it if uh, this effect occurs. Yeah, so it basically, it basically creates... So basically, what we're saying is we got to hurry up and become famous enough to get on like proper radio before this happens. And also before proper radio dies. So yeah, it's basically a, uh, in low earth orbit, like we'll be surrounded by a super fast, uh, field of shrapnel. And the problem is when these little pieces, they're going, what did you say satellites oh. travel at like 63,000 miles an hour? Uh, uh, Jesus, 24,000 miles an hour. So 24, like say even small stuff at 24,000 miles an hour, when it impacts other things, that's, that's the uh, the speed of it just falling, right? Because yeah. that's what everything in orbit's doing is it's falling towards Earth, but it's up there at such an angle that it keeps missing the Earth, and that's why it orbits around us instead of falling back to us. Yeah. So 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 it's the speed of falling. So it's basically it's hitting other things with the impact of like uh, TNT. So any like all the satellites that are up there, uh, those are done. We can't get. We're not going to be able to get anything else up there to 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 fix our satellites so basically we're going to be going back to uh what like 19 1950 or so 19, the 1950s yeah. 1960s where we didn't have satellite communication everything was basically phones and like hardwired we're going back to t1 internet which was fast but it's not as fast as the shit we get today yeah and the problem with that and, is... And you can say, well, what about Wi-Fi? That's from a centralized location, right? Well, no, the thing that's creating that Wi-Fi signal is coming from space, so that's gone. Yeah. Wi-Fi is gone. The cloud is gone. Data store, Easy data storage is gone. All that stuff that you have backed up on the cloud, there might be like a factory somewhere with the server on it that you can like send in a, uh, a request to uh, have your data like burned onto a disk and meld to you, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, affects, it all just starts turning off. Yeah, it affects it affects so much. And so the the point the cracked article made was there have been they've thrown out theories on like how we can fix this and we've already started to see a little bit of this uh this stuff impacting the other stuff. The reason I said pay attention to 1978 is because we knew about this in 78 and this is 2018 and we still haven't really done anything to address it. And they said the reason we haven't done anything to address it is because it would take a tremendous amount of money and international cooperation to to you know to come up with these ideas to go up there it's expensive and try to clear out this debris and and right now we're in a quagmire yeah right now this and this is the other thing that made me really mad so this is very science very sciencey very important and part of the problem with this whole fake news thing is if it's something people don't like or want to deal with or like they don't want to spend money on it they'll just call it fake like climate change like people are like yeah that's not real like, so, all right, well, I guess when the internet goes away, maybe that'll get us away from all this fake news BS. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I mean, we'd still have, like, land landlines, but it all will get a lot more expensive again. Yeah, but Especially it, whenever people want uh, a quality of, that's similar to what they have right now. Yeah. Oof. It'll, I mean, it, it's definitely going to cause, like, an, it's going to be like the Great Depression again, because you got to remember, like, all these industries that depend on this, their 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 there's basically their whole streamlined way of working is gone so it's going to knock everything down everything's going to slow down we're going to lose money we're going to see like econ i mean maybe i'm being like a little bit much but i feel like we're going to see an economic collapse 
Uh, it's going to be the Great Depression all over again. You know, like, it's going to be horrible. And eh, we're, all it takes is one satellite or one piece of, uh, piece of trash to hit another one, and then, boom, uh, they start hitting each other, and then we're just surrounded by tiny little uh, pieces. And to give you an example, I read an article a long time ago that a paint, a paint chip, in orbit around the Earth, if it struck a uh, if it struck a astronaut, or if it struck a uh, space station, or um, um, a rocket, or anything, it would it, 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 the impact is so bad it would destroy it. It would punch a giant hole straight through it. Yeah, uh, Matt, you know how you see like playing cards cutting tr or cutting into trees in a hurricane, right? That uh, playing cards moving at like 180 miles an hour, or yeah, around 200 miles an hour, and suddenly uh, a cardboard playing card can uh, cause major damage to trees and cars and stuff. Or if you've ever now, played, take the paint chip and sling it through uh, space at 24,000 miles an hour, and it will just annihilate everything in its path. It's like any of the any of the Mario games. You go to a bullet level, and all the bullets fly at you at once. Just imagine that, put everywhere, all around the Earth. It's like they just there's just just little 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 and giant bullets flying constantly circling the earth. Though fun fact, those bullets in Mario, if they were real, they would actually not be traveling fast enough to hurt you. Yeah, well, too bad uh, you just made my whole Kessler syndrome thing look like fake news. <laughs> fake news, Peter. <laughs> hope you're hope you're hope you're friggin' happy. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I just I get so mad that like the fake the fake news damage, and I think that's going to be, in my opinion, the legacy of the current president. Despite everything else, the damage that he's just done yeah. to science. Why are people so against science? Uh, the um the fake news thing is not unprecedented. It was um, Richard Nixon started it with his uh, biased left media. Yeah. See, back then he wasn't saying they're lying. He just says that uh, they have a bias against him. And he said that to explain why they treated him like he was a crook. Because he was, course, and they did, because he is. That's... But of course we know now that, yeah, he was a crook. But the right looked at that and they decided, you know, this isn't a bad idea. Let's just keep saying that the media is biased against us and then we could be way more corrupt, like, out in the open. And whenever we get called on it, we'll just be like, uh, it's the biased left media, leftist media. We talked and about... this kind of kept up until um, Rupert Murdoch, who is a huge uh, Ronald Reagan fan, started Fox News and just said, you know, no matter what happens in the world, just, you know, you're campaigning for... You're campaigning for the right. That's it. End of story. And then them and all the other shouty radio people just started creating See, all the again, symptoms that would eventually lead to Trump being president. You come up with a great name for our podcast, the shouty radio people. What? <laughs> You're keeping all these in your back pocket and they don't come out to where like, well, we've already branded. It would be yep. just a big pain in the butt to go back and rebrand. Thanks for that. Uh, from now on, I'm going to start introducing us as, Welcome to those those muckrakers. We're the shouty radio people. Ooh, that's good. The shouty radio people would be like a good uh, subtitle for us. All right, so we'll su we'll try to subtitle the name of the uh, thing to the those muckrakers, the shouty radio people. That's going to go in all our bios. So yeah, so that's the Kessler syndrome. That's the the uh, I like to just try to bring in outside news. That's the thing that we should be scared of that we're not doing anything about right now. As we argue about, well, climate change, the science not in yet. Uh, we're about to go back to the landlines. Yeah, the, uh, as far as climate change, God, like Fox News had has someone on there called uh, Judge Janine who just tells her viewers that um, the person who came up with climate change who wrote like the article that introduced climate change said that he actually lied in his article. So the whole thing's fake and that's their argument. And of course that's not a single word of that is true. It wasn't just invented by some guy that wrote an article about it. And everyone that believes in climate change, isn't just taking some random Joe's word for it. That's insane to even suggest. It's because yeah, we, there's a strong climate science is, you know, thousands of people doing experiments and looking at the world and looking at how the elements in the atmosphere interact with uh, and the chemicals in the atmosphere interact with uh, each other and how yeah it's a whole field of study like it's a very big field of study yeah you can't re you can't like just reduce it to like that one research paper so, that that's science, and it, and science it, is not about just taking one guy's word for it and it's the same way that there was one research paper by one guy who said that vaccinations caused autism and then it turned out that guy was a crook but people still believe that i don't understand so you're going to deny climate change because some paper that's, 
uh, you were told it wasn't real, but you're going to believe in, in that vaccinations make people, that, that vaccinations cause people to have autism because there was one paper, and all the science is like, that's not a thing. Uh, see, that's that's the thing, is that's why people are able to say, you know, it happens on both sides, many sides. It's because it actually happens on one side, so they just lie and say the other side does the same thing. And that way, to anyone who is an impartial observer, can say, well, they're both saying each other does this, so I guess the truth is somewhere in the middle. I'll just I'll just hold that in my it's, mind. It's both because the these people have no theology. They have no real ideology besides hate. They have, they have, they don't stick to any principle. It's a principle of convenience, of just convenience. And, and that's, I think, where the, where the, where the, the um, social media mirror comes back in is that it's convenient to go online. It's comfortable to go online and see, ah, yes, me, my views. Don't be challenged. Science is challenging. Science is going to tell you uncomfortable things. Science tells me that I shouldn't put this many cheeseburgers into a body because it's going to stop working. But at the same time, I'll go, you know what? You know, the heart attack science is fake. <laughs> I just, yeah, I eat. It seems I, to be fake news. I'm I, just going to. I eat the cheeseburgers I, and hate myself because I know the truth. I mean, if I had it my way, all of my meals would be McDonald's fries. I love those things so much. And I would just dip them in uh, their little packets of barbecue sauce, and it would be so good. I stopped eating at McDonald's. I finally got to try the uh, Szechuan sauce, by the way, from. Uh, that show yeah rick and morty yeah. Okay. yeah rick and morty i finally got to try it was it good I, I, no i didn't care for it at all <laughs> see that's what i mean you like you're you're like you're like a um oh my god you're like the cock tease of 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 uh shoddy radio people you're like i tried that new chef's one sauce i'm like how was it didn't care for it what <laughs> what does it why even bring that i don't <laughs> my god i feel like torture would be like putting somebody in a room with you and just having you tell anecdotes that have no payoff <laughs> screw waterboarding just put patrick in a room and just be like you know what the other day i saw a cardinal and everyone's like all right and you're like that was pretty yeah i haven't seen a cardinal in a while what what, <laughs> what? Why, are why are you doing this to us yeah so uh, oh, i had to laugh really loud so i had to mute the mic for a bit no that's, that's the whole story yeah that's uh <laughs> i laughed really loud yeah so uh <laughs> So, all right. So, I think we're we're near about the end. Was there anything else we wanted to touch on before we uh, we get ready to wrap this guy up? The uh, oh my lord! I um, mean, there, I know there's okay, a lot. To... <laughs> uh, I wanted to tell a story about uh, Trump Jr. If... Oh God, the boss is a moron. That's another. Well, that's one. A, that's a small. Um, we all know she's a moron. She's the only head of education that well, has the walk around. Us. Two of us do. But well, go ahead. well, no, 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 no. Other people know know she's an idiot. You know why? Because she's the only head of the education department uh, that has to walk around with uh, with armed with armed U.S. marshals because she's gotten so many death threats. So I'm pretty sure other people are aware that she's an idiot. You're talking about the 60 Minutes interview, right? The, yeah. Yeah, but uh, also, I mean, she, we knew that she was a moron from the get go because whenever they interviewed her way back, whenever the Senate was still. Um, confirming trump's picks for all the different offices like they've they've stopped doing that by the way there are still people who he's nominated that they're just not even looking at anymore because like he's a moron and he lost all political clout with them the republicans as much as they're still towing the line hate him like they because he fucked them really really hard he might have just killed their entire party well, that's... you know what would have been good for the republicans if hillary clinton won oh. and they got to just keep being obstructionist yeah. and keep getting to bitch him on about it and everything would be fine because no one would be able to say for certain that her losing would have been bad. Now we can. Well, I mean, like, like, oh, no, this is awful. If you were in a Senate Senate subcommittee where you have to interview these people, you got to know that, like, his next choice is going to be like, I found this shoe on the street. I want it to be head of housing. And, like, you're going to, you as a sitting senator are going to have to hold a, like, a, a Senate committee meeting where you pretend to interview a shoe he found. Yeah, I mean, Cause this that's the goes all the way back to this time last year, but we didn't have a radio show then. So yeah. just to gripe about that right quick, it's basically he's putting Captain Pollution as head of the EPA. He's uh, he's finding all the worst possible people for every position and appointing them there just to be a troll, I guess. Like, he's tearing America's systems apart. And 
saying it's fake news when people say calls them out for it or I don't know what the well, hell. Well, she she's is. never really spent any time in a school. Like she couldn't answer. No, any... yeah, she she doesn't know anything. She's just a and she, Republican donor, and she can't even. That's a problem. Is like I I made the thing the other day. I said uh, that would be like if somebody appointed me head of like the NASA physics department. I'm sure they have one. Whoever the guy that's all about the NASA like theoretical physics, right? And then like I had to like answer really important theoretical physics questions to scientists because I'm now the head of their department. Why would I take that job? And if I did, why wouldn't I not make talking points about how, hey guys, I'm not a physicist. Pause for editing. I'd be like, well, uh, Peter, first of all, it's uh, astrophysics, not theoretical Yeah, pause, pause, pause for editing real quick. So Betsy, Betsy DeVos, uh, yeah, like if, if I was elected as like the head of NASA and I don't know anything about science and then they were going to interview me about it, if I didn't know anything and I took the job, I would go, well, you know, my role is really an administrator, but I can tell you, uh, I'm, I'm speaking with some really talented scientists and I would have like name of talented scientists I spoke with in his job. And I would say, I'm surrounding myself with these people. I'm going to be a, 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 you know, an administrator, but I've got the right people in the place to get the job done. Boom. I don't have to know all that. Right. Uh, some of them did try to say that they um, were talking to people, but um, they I'm not sure if they actually named them. Because I just remember uh, some show was saying, so if Trump doesn't know it, but he surrounds himself with the right people, but the people he surrounds himself by don't know it, and they surround them, but they surround themselves with other people, do those people know it, or do they, who who's actually running America? And then it like goes all the way down to Hillary Clinton, and he's like, ah, she's yeah. doing it. So she knows she knows nothing about education. She was in a horrendous 60 Minutes interview where she didn't know anything about education, or like she had not visited low-performing schools. Her idea was that she wants to take all the money from public schools and give, them to, give it all to private schools, yeah. because that would encourage the public schools to do better because, because we all once know they that don't it, have money, they'll yeah. uh, they'll do better. Because we all know that a struggling school needs less money. And to bring Colbert back up one more time, he said that's like if you give or if you take medicine away from sick people and give it to health healthy people to encourage sick people to get better. Yeah, same thing. All right, what else do we want to cover before we uh, we 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 end our podcast today? Uh. Stormy Storm 2018, just very quickly. Apparently our president goes by the name David Dennison. That is his porn name. We have a president with a porn name. Of course our president oh, would, of course he would think up a, a freaking, a, like a fake name. Like if you were like 11 and the cops are like, hey, who are you? I'm, 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 I'm Donnie Dennis, Dennison, Donnie Donaldson. I'm Donnie Donald. I'm Donald Donald. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's not the first fake name we've confirmed he has, right? Like he used to be his own, um, what do you call it? Publicist. Like, he'd call people up and say, this Trump guy, he's tremendous. You need to look at this. Bigly. I, I forgot what the name of that publicist was, though, that he said that he was. But that Yeah, to... it's probably something stupid like Tronald Dump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and uh, Roger Stone definitely colluded with Julian Assange in 2016, which further proves my theory that WikiLeaks is little more than a Russian propaganda site. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a fun story. Uh, Trump Jr., a love story, right? So he is getting a divorce after 13 years and uh, with five kids. But here's a funny story about how he met his wife. He, um, he was introduced to her at a party by his father. And he's like, you know, this is my son, uh, Donald Jr. And then five minutes later, Trump came across her and him talking to each other, and he introduced them to each other again. Oh, hello. You know, this is my son, uh, Donald Jr. And then months later, months went by without them seeing each other, and they met again. And finally, they started talking at this one party, and then finally she remembered meeting him because she had it slipped her mind until she was like, Oh, I remember you. You're the guy with the retarded father. Yep. Yep, and I feel like... That, that was her word, by the way, not mine. And then she kept but. getting calls from uh, uh, a publicist for uh, Donald Trump going, uh, this is, uh, this is, I'm a publicist for uh, Donald Trump. Uh, my name is Don Jr. So yeah, his, his wife knew from the get-go that uh, his dad was really not smart. Yeah, it doesn't take much to figure that out. Um, yeah. yeah so. Okay, so finally this... Uh, let's see, how long have we been going? Almost one hour? Finally, we're at our main story for tonight, Tillerson. Is Tillerson our main story? Because I feel like Tillerson is like it just. So our Secretary of State Rex Tillerson was fired over Twitter. That's right. Yeah. A head of state was fired over social media. Not like because of social media. He found out on Twitter that, that he had been fired. 
I, so uh, on Monday, Republicans led by Nunes to help. Uh, see, I, I covered this earlier. That's right, the whole no collusion thing. He was handed that on a silver. Oh, I never finished my thought on this earlier. He was handed the no collusion thing. It's like, here you go. This is your narrative, Mr. President. Stick to it. Okay, don't worry. I got this. And then Tillerson said one bad thing about Russia on Monday, so he had to be fired first thing Tuesday. Yeah, that's what now, we're... Keep, keep in mind that... um. So this once again puts the focus back on Trump colluding with Russia, but also keep in mind Tillerson called Trump, quote, a fucking moron and got to keep his job for four months. Yeah. It wasn't until he made fun of Russia, or said a bad, he didn't make fun of it, he said a bad word about Russia, pointing out that maybe poisoning your enemies isn't a good idea, and then he got fired. Yeah, that, it's uh, what I was talking about earlier. It's uh, like we're seeing Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and like everyone's just like, yeah, but there was no collusion. Dude, the retarded fox is in the hen house. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, you shouldn't feel too bad for Tillerson. He's an Exxon shill, and he has badly hurt our um, international relationships. Like, over 60% of all of our um, envoys? What, what do you call them? Diplomats. Uh, diplomat. What, was it diplomats? Uh, well, yeah, let's just call them diplomats. Have quit because they can't stand working for this guy. Well, I know we don't have I a guess diplomat. It's been to, really bad. We don't have a diplomat in South Korea, and that's a huge problem because that's where we really need some diplomacy. Yep. And uh, let's see. I think I already said he's a shill for Exxon. Yeah. Like, that's where he came from. Well, the only was, problem was um, the reason that I'm like, don't fire Tillerson is that like, it's not like they're going to fire Tillerson and hire somebody better. It's just like they're going to hire somebody even worse. They, they hire, and this is what Peter keeps saying. It's like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is because the guy that's replacing him is John McGinty. And McGinty is a much worse uh, Russian, pro-Russian guy because McGinty was just recently confirmed as having secret meetings with different Russians. So he is super deep. In, you know how deep he is in the, uh, the Russian pot? Tillerson is the winner of a Russian friendship award, and that's still not pro-Russian enough for our president. Well, it's because, like, you know, Putin at this point, not yet, but probably in the next few weeks. So Putin can't actually have the president kill people, but the next best thing is to just fire them. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised, like, we're on next week, and they're like, so, uh, Trump has uh, his national security advisor, secretary of state, and a random guy who made a tweet about Russia executed. <laughs> Like, that'll just be the, like, end the list of executions today. And that'll, yeah, that'll be it. Uh, also, H.R. McMaster was fired, our national security advisor. So it's, like, Jesus, man. We're already missing people in government anyway, and now uh, we got That even just happened today, so I don't even know that much about it yet. But apparently John General Kelly is out the door next, and that's scary because he's been our de facto president for ever since he came into the picture. Like, he's the one who's actually running our country and keeping us from swirling off the deep end. Well, I'm terrified now, we're going to end up with a military uh, coup when, like, they try to fire that's some... Sort of, that's sort of... Oh, I mean, that's sort of what this is whenever he came in there and started leading America, is the military is just kind of taking over. But you think that whenever they try to get rid of him, it'll be more direct than that. Yeah, it's just my worry is that, like, when he decides to start decimating the military to make people loyal to him, we're either going to see a military coup or it'll work. So when it's time for him to finally leave office or get thrown out, he'll have, he'll have decimated the ranks of military uh, generals. And then we'll be super weak. Yeah. Well, not just super attack. weak. Well, not just be super weak. I'm not worried about being super weak. I'm worried about him uh, decimating the ranks to the point at which everybody in the military is super pro-Trump, like all the top brass, and are super loyal to him. So then he says, I'm not leaving, and they go, we'll back you up. Because that's how that's how despots work. You put all the people that are most loyal to you, all the bootlickers, uh, around you in all the top spots. So when everyone goes, all right, man, you got to go. Uh, you know the people that basically control the fist, the military, and the, like you know the police and all that. The CIA are like, yeah, no, he doesn't have to go, and we got his back. Uh, and uh, now here's something I'm looking forward to seeing if uh, anything comes of it. Is uh, Steve Mnuchin and James Mattis still around? Or have they been fired at some point? Uh, Mad Dog Mattis is still around, the uh, former Marine, and now, what is he like, head of the military? What does Mattis do now? Mattis? Uh, Defense Secretary. Yeah, Secretary of Defense. Yeah, he was a huge military. They called him the, the Buddhist monk or something like that. I don't know a lot about him, but as far as picks go, he doesn't seem to be the worst. He hasn't him? gone yet. He's one of the ones I'm worried about if they go after, like, you're going Tiller after the Marine Corps, and that's dangerous. 
Tillerson, Madison, Mnuchin, those three all made what they call a suicide pact, where if Trump goes after any of them, they all quit. Oh, so I wonder if... Uh, so Tillerson... I'm wondering if anything's going to come of that. Yeah, and so... if those Madison, Mnuchin, or Mnuchin, I mean, are going to quit now, like they said. Well, that's a... Break the vow. It's a hard line. Like, are you, do you quit and leave the government in the hands of a psychotic child? Like, he's like that kid from the, uh, the Twilight Zone episode that had, like, all the powers... And he just kept wishing people that thought bad thoughts about him into the cornfield. <laughs> he's uh, he's put all of America into the cornfield at this point. Well, like, if I could draw, I would draw a picture of, like, Tillerson, McMaster, and, like, some of the other ones just, like, kind of looking out of a cornfield, you know? So if you're listening so, to us and you can draw, send us some fan art. We'll put it up. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that's, that's all the people that Trump has fired in a cornfield. Please send it to us. <laughs> The uh, And this is just kind of a fun fact. Steve Goldstein, the uh, State Department official, or he is a State Department official who was just not up to date on all the president's lies. He um, He's the one that let everyone know, yeah, yeah, Tillerson didn't know he was being fired till he saw the tweet, but that didn't follow the uh, White House marching orders of, oh, no, we let Tillerson know forever ago. Yeah, so even so, the people paid the so lie then, for him can't keep up with his lies. We have covered yeah, this a so, lot, yeah. No, so then Steve was fired for not being able to keep the right lies in check this just gets this just gets worse and worse well hopefully so he just so he just fired a bunch of people around tillerson because they weren't able to keep the story straight maybe the best thing we can hope for is that the kessler effect or the kessler syndrome kills twitter and social media and we have to go back to reading newspapers and thinking real thoughts yar well that's it for this week and those muckrakers uh you can email us at those muckrakers at gmail.com what's our uh, twitter handle patrick our Twitter handle is at those muckrakers so you can, on Twitter. So you can tweet at us. You can follow us on Stitcher Radio. You can follow us on iTunes. You can follow us now on Google Play. We have put the podcast about everywhere you can put the podcast. Uh, if you can, go on to iTunes. Uh, you know, it would be a great help to us if you gave us a rating, uh, whether it's one or five. I mean, I'd prefer five stars, but just go on and rate it. We're trying to break into I, iTunes' coveted, uh, like, uh, new podcast list because that'll really help us put us out there. So any any kind of uh, likes and reviews that you can give us would be great. Uh, we'll start doing we'll start doing a thing on the show where for everybody that gives us a uh, gives us a rating and comments on iTunes, we will we will give you uh, uh, basically similar to Pat's plea for sanity, uh, good things Pat has to say about you, and we'll spend like time on our podcast saying how wonderful you are. That sounds good. We can have like a little segment at the end of the show where we uh, just read off like the names of all the people that has given us five star reviews. Yeah, we I would do that at the very least. At that, at this point, I'll take. I don't care if it's five, five or one star. If you go on and review it and uh, yeah, be like, I like this podcast. Uh, okay, li- limited time offer. Any reviews will um, like read it and say something nice about you. But in, in the future, we'll bump it up to it has to be five stars. Yeah. So if you could go on and do that, that would be great. That would really help us out. And uh, yeah, that's our podcast for this week. I'm trying to think of something random to say. 